USA Radio News with Tim Berg. As lawmakers on Capitol Hill debate a new coronavirus relief package, White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany says President Trump and the White House are also looking to do some sort of relief package before the end of the year. Right now, the focus is making sure that there is stimulus relief um, for Americans who are hurting right now. So that is the current active policy priority that we are working um, on moment by moment, along with COVID. CDC Director Robert Redfield saying the next three months are going to be the most difficult time in public health history of the nation. Dr. Redfield saying it's important to recommit ourselves to mitigation of coronavirus as a vaccine is around the corner. Redfield also saying we've learned a lot about how coronavirus works, but things are going to get worse before they get better. More news online at usaradio.com. This is USA Radio News. Greg Kelly reports is breaking ratings records. It's the hit new show on Newsmax TV. President Trump was recently on Greg Kelly, and every night more than 2 million people tune in. Kelly is a former combat marine pilot and White House correspondent. He's asking the tough questions the media won't. Tune in to Greg Kelly on Newsmax at 7 p.m. Eastern. Plus, watch Newsmax for Dick Morris, Rudy Giuliani, Michelle Malkin, Alan Dershowitz, Diamond and Silk, Mike Huckabee, and a lot more. Newsmax is on all major cable systems like DirecTV, Dish, Xfinity, Cox, Optimum, Spectrum, Fios, and more. If you don't get Newsmax, call your cable operator today. Tell them you want it. Plus, watch Newsmax TV for free on Roku, Zumo, YouTube, Pluto, Apple TV, and even smart TVs like Samsung Plus and LG. Newsmax is already one of America's top cable news channels. Find out why. Watch it today. Newsmax is real news for real people. You should watch Newsmax. The U.K. is set to become the first country in the world to distribute a coronavirus vaccine. Vaccines usually take years to develop. Under Operation Warp Speed to combat COVID-19, we got it done in well under one year. In a major announcement, the United Kingdom has approved the Pfizer and BioNTech's COVID-19 vaccine. The two-shot process will start shipping out to U.K.'s most vulnerable in the next 48 to 72 hours. From the West Coast, USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. Week 12 of the NFL wrapping up on Wednesday with the unbeaten Pittsburgh Steelers hosting some semblance of a Baltimore Ravens team in a game that has already been pushed back three times due to COVID-19. The game was set to be played on Thanksgiving, then it was pushed back to Sunday, then from Sunday to Tuesday night, then from Tuesday to now Wednesday. The last time the NFL played a game on Wednesday, it was 2012. Kickoff set for just after 3.40 Eastern time in Pittsburgh. This is USA Radio News. At the Bagel Cafe, the recipe is simple, good food, and generous portions. Family-owned and operated since 1996, the Bagel Cafe is a unique restaurant where you can get anything your appetite desires. From a bagel and a schmear to piled high corned beef on homemade rye, fresh fruit platters and salads, or creamy New York cheesecake. Check them out at thebagelcafelv.com. The Bagel Cafe, where there's something delicious for everyone. Would you like to be the next radio star? KSHP can help make your dream a reality. Be part of the KSHP family and have your own show on the same station as the radio shopping show, Coach Harvey Hyde and Brian Blessing. Whether it's sports talk, entertainment, or your special interest, we can help you develop your own show and get it on the radio at a price you can afford. Call us at 702-221-1200 or send us an email at mail at kshb.com to find out how you can be the next radio star. 
At the Bagel Cafe, the recipe is simple, good food, and generous portions. Family-owned and operated since 1996, the Bagel Cafe is a unique restaurant where you can get anything your appetite desires. From a bagel and a schmear to piled high corned beef on homemade rye, fresh fruit platters and salads, or creamy New York cheesecake. Check them out at thebagelcafelv.com. The Bagel Cafe, where there's something delicious for everyone. Soho Japanese Restaurant is a multiple-time winner of the Best of Las Vegas Award and Yelp's top 100 places to eat in the U.S. Chef John Lee is bringing the high-end quality style of a Las Vegas strip restaurant to locals with his Japanese-Asian fusion cuisine. Stop in and try one of their award-winning plates like garlic salt shell crab or their braised Angus short rib. Visit them at 7377 South Jones Boulevard or check them out online at SohoJapaneseRestaurant.com. Soho Japanese, a unique and delicious experience. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access <clears throat> the most powerful betting syndicate information? Direct from the Vegas Wise Guys. The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone 
phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. All right, folks, here we go. Another edition of Sports Insider Radio coming to you from Las Vegas. Brian Blessing, glad to be with you. And I'm lonely today. Usually David Miller's in studio. But we've got a bevy. This is like um, the old soup can and string deal. I mean, everybody, this is one big happy conference call with the boys back east, John and Mike, and David joining us today by phone. All right, guys. I'm, you know, I mean, I showered, but I'm in here alone. How are you guys doing? Today is a very, very special day. <laughs> special, the best day, uh-huh. the first time ever in history I get to do the show. And when the show ends, 40 minutes thereafter, uh-huh. my Ravens get to play a day Wednesday football game. Can you guys believe that? Uh, I mean, Are you tailgating? Yeah, I'm tailgating at the office tailgating right now uh, yeah what are the what are the watching the game parameters there is uh is that okay john i mean can, can mike be d- distracted and watch the ravens game well you know what's amazing for me i just sent you a text to your cell phone if you look while we're on there you know that movie groundhog's day <laughs> uh-huh. look at your phone brian six years later i'm mike. doing the same exact thing that's a different you. actually that's a different radio station <laughs> i know but can you believe six years yeah. later we're on the air. We're doing it again. But this, I have to say, in the in decade we've been doing this show, we've never had an NFL game on a Wednesday. Well, they, they, no, we have not. By the way, uh, that picture, you might want – that's a good picture of you. It's from behind. <laughs> and, 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 oh, and, oh, by the way, I don't, I don't see the uh, gentle Ben Beard either. So, listen, let me say this to you. I, one of the guys in my office was doing some research. Uh, Dave, let me know what you think about this. In 2015, the Baltimore Ravens swept the Pittsburgh Steelers. They the case, so they beat them both times. Forget about the spread, straight up. The record that was that year when they won the, it all. No, the record that year for the Baltimore Ravens was they were five and eleven. Oh wow! So of their two of their two games that they won, so don't say you know this is the issue that i have i'm looking at the numbers i'm looking at the stats right now um the number one covering team in all of nfl football is the pittsburgh steelers followed by the miami dolphins at 8 and 3 the pittsburgh steelers are 8 and 2 now at the original you're a guy that's all about value and line moves we can agree that you're a guy that's looking at the Don Best screen versus watching the games. You're always about talking about getting your money in good, getting your money in good, getting your money in good. So I'm going to ask you, Dave, this is really a a more of a system question. 
don't you throw all the rules out when you look at a game like the New Orleans Saints against Denver and the line jumps from 6 to 17 or you have a game that goes from 1 and a This is like a different world we're living in. These line moves are not based upon steam. They're not based upon betting syndicates. They're not based upon a rich betting, uh, one big rich guy that moved a half a million on a game because he's a fan. This is is all COVID. So isn't it better, and I'm just, I know people don't want to hear this, isn't it better to just avoid those games? Well, in the long run, whenever there's any degree of panic like this, which these are these are these are very scary spots. You want to fade it, but I will say this: when it, when the line did come back thirteen and a half uh, at some local places, there the the betters that the ones betting early because Saturday Saturday was still pretty early. Uh, quickly pounded Denver all the way up, or I mean not Denver, but the Saints all the way up to seventeen, and they were right. So sometimes sometimes there's still value after the adjustment, but in the long run, you want to fade these panic spots at post. And then even if you bet at post, even if you had uh, 17 and a half, you lost uh, and the game, the total, and then the total was historically low too. That was another panic spot, but um, yeah, I would look to, so, so my mentality going into that game, which was, which obviously didn't work out. Okay. Broncos and over here. And well, so no, and I'm not even. I was, thing. but I'm asking you a bigger question. Do you? Is it better to just not bet the game? No, because it's no, a COVID square. move. No, that's square. okay. Because okay. it's still an opportunity to bet and try to get in the the heads of the public. And you're also, what are the bookmakers thinking here? And I'm I'm convinced though, in the long run, even if you just fade all these these COVID panic spots. Like bring up the other ones that that moved quite a bit and, and covered, you know. There was some right, other right. good spots, right? But so today, today is same. It's a weird spot, but and you know my other rule: in all weird spots, take the points, right? <laughs> oh, I mean, I, there was no doubt. If you're betting, you're betting the, the you're betting you're actually betting on Mike's team today. Wow, you're at well. It, it, t- well, it well, took him to be a ten and a half point dog. <laughs> well, the, the the spot you want to do here is we have we have two things. We have the first half and the full game uh, for the side. And in the first half, it's 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 a weighted six and a half. So a good basic strategy here would be try to find value in the in the first half and get a seven or or or, or some type. That's 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 my advice for for the dog. You're right there. So let me ask uh, you. Or, a, let, let, or an let, eleven. So let let me ask you, Brian, after what I just said, and knowing the many years we've been doing this, what's your take as a, not a screen better, but more of a watcher, you know, is it just like, do you leave this game alone? Or are you like, oh yeah, there's an opportunity. I realize your strategy and his strategies are completely different. Uh, I, I mean, I wouldn't just blindly say stay away from it. I, um, I've got a feeling with the low total I think the handicap you're trying to come up with here is what can RG3 do? And I think he's capable of a few good things. He's also capable of making a mistake. The thing that I think you have to handicap when you're looking at this game, I I personally, no offense, Mike, I think Pittsburgh, when they get these situations jammed down their throat, this happened to them 
with Tennessee earlier in the year. And Pittsburgh is extremely vocal about what, why why do, why does it keep being us the ones you know that are getting pitchforked by this. Honestly, if I'm Denver, if I'm Denver, I'm livid. It's like, well, why does Baltimore? Why why does Baltimore get to move from Thursday to Monday to Wednesday? And we got to play a football game with a quarterback we grabbed out of a tailgating party. I mean, right. the team well, the, the team that got well, scalded here. Wait a minute, the team that got scalded here was Denver. But for the this game itself, I I think Pittsburgh being unbeaten with a sense of purpose. I just think there's a lot of distractions for Baltimore. I actually kind of think Pittsburgh's the way to go. But the one thing you got to take into account is. Pittsburgh plays this game, they play uh, Washington, and then the game that's the banana peel for them in this unbeaten season likely is Buffalo on a Sunday night the following week. These guys are playing three games in, what are we talking about, three games in 12 days? So if Pittsburgh has a 17-point lead or if they've got a big lead, if it happens to come to pass, that's the case today, They've got this gauntlet ahead of them. They could maybe start taking some people out, knowing they got to play all these games, and then the back door covers and play. So I, I think you got to look inside that from Pittsburgh's perspective too. Well, yeah, I like it. I mean, you kind of talked me into taking Baltimore. He just talked me into taking Baltimore. <laughs> that was good. I mean, because that's the, you have everything. You're going against a, a big move, panic, double-digit dog, the look ahead. Uh, you, you just have you just low low total. You have everything going for you for the for the underdog here, and then the foundation of the the Ravens, the rest of the team. I mean, is is pretty good. So I, I don't see how we well, don't take the Ravens here, guys. Well, the, well, the one thing I, I would ask. Let me ask Mike: Is if you think RG three can you know be more than just uh, you know the guy out there handing off and dinking and dunking? If if you think RG three can do something serviceable in this game, I mean the thought is, oh man, this is just a mess and it's physical and you know and it's forty one and a half. If RG three is decent, decent in this game, isn't the over the way to go? Isn't that like the something well, you should take a look at? Because the world's thinking this is going to be like you know right, the line, nine. the line, the line keeps going down. Obviously, you know. Everybody thinks it's going to go under, and the line keeps going down. And what happens just, when everybody the, thinks one thing? <laughs> well, exactly. And I, I agree. Pretty but I'm much. Here, so I'm like, when I'm sitting here, and we've been doing the show for a few years now, and the analytics from Dave and yourself that you guys put into every single selection is bar none the best in the industry. Now, the thing is, what I'm sitting here is analyzing because of COVID and seeing – and just. Just to sidestep a little bit, with the Denver situation, Brian, the reason that game wasn't canceled because it wasn't a widespread outbreak on the team. It was just a quarterback room. One guy got it, and the other three quarterbacks were in close proximity. So this situation, they try to play it, but it was an outbreak among the entire team. Yeah, I know, but, but, Mike, so but, Mike, but wait a minute. Situation. But, Michael, wouldn't you say, don't you agree? Didn't, didn't the New England game when Cam Newton have it didn't they move that back a day or two? You well, know, they, they tried to. They tried to. I mean, I get it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just saying, it is, it, listen, it's a pandemic for God's sake. But it's just, they're sitting there going, well, it's Denver. But like the thing to me is, 
Well, Denver can be upset, but the, the team that real the people that really should be upset are uh, Green Bay and Seattle because you're sitting there. You just you just gift wrapped the game, and New Orleans likely would have won the game. But Denver at home, if Locke is playing, was certainly capable of giving them a game, if not pulling off the upset. And you're giving New Orleans a cookie, and at the end of the day, that could be the difference between getting a bye week in the playoffs, a week off, or not. Well, and the thing is with the Ravens and and the other teams that are strongly affected by COVID, what I've seen this year is they can't make the line high enough, which they couldn't for the New Orleans games. You know, it's throwing a guy in, K.J. Hamler, who was a quarterback at Wake Forest that got beat out by another quarterback at Wake Forest that's no longer, never even made it to the NFL, and you throw this guy in there. It's kind of where all the analysis that you guys have stated for the dog to be the right side in the Ravens game it just it scares me to bet a game like this specifically because you don't have Andrews because of COVID. You don't have the two starting running backs, even though they had COVID and they passed the screening to be available for this game, they decided to keep both of them out. So what does that really say for the team when you're not really saying, we want to win this game, we're okay with our top two running backs, even though they're not hurt. Dobbins was clearly never hurt. Um, Ingram's coming off an injury, and they've been playing him sparingly, but uh, predominantly they're basically saying, you know, we don't have Lamar, we don't have Andrews, we don't have Willie Sneed, we don't have half of our defensive team against Pittsburgh on the road. It's just a weird scenario I've never been a part of where they just say, you know what? We're just not going to play these guys. Do you so guys? Do you guys I, think? Let me. Do you, I mean, Mike? You can keep going here if you want, and then we'll we'll bloom away from this game. But do you think which way would you go with this? Because we've seen some teams, like the Raiders, when they they gave Kansas City everything they could handle their their offensive line. They all they had COVID issues during the week. They really didn't even practice. It was all virtual meetings, and they came out and played a great game. Yeah, yeah, you want to practice and get your reps and everything. But, you know, this deep into a season, there's something to be said for you getting a little bit of rest and you're fresh, and they played a great game. But do you think the fact that, say, Baltimore has not been able to really have this preparation, the biggest guy it affects is Griffin. But do you think there's something to be said that they know Pittsburgh like the back of their hand, the fact that they know them, you know, narrows the gap and takes away the disadvantage of all the distractions and work they haven't been able to do leading up to the game? Well, I mean, with with the Ravens and and other teams that I've been doing a lot of, uh, uh, look, throughout the season, a lot of these guys have actually said they've enlightened the whole Zoom process. It's actually helped them, like you just mentioned, where they're able to recover their bodies and they're still getting a lot out of it through the virtual practices. So it's actually, they like it. And as long as the teams play, a lot of these guys, like remember Tennessee didn't practice um, for two weeks when they, they had the COVID and, outbreak, and they, they came the, out and they blew them out. They yeah, killed the Bills. So yeah. they killed the Bills. And everybody said, well, they haven't practiced. Again, it was all new in the beginning of the season. Nobody really knew how to judge this type of situation. But what, from what I'm reading into this game in particular, and again, we can move on, we saw RG3 last – again, it was, it was at the end of the year. The Ravens had already clinched the number one spot, and he came in – and he gave the Steelers – it was it was a close game. It wasn't a blowout by any means. And, again, it was against the backup um, in Pittsburgh, and they had a lot of backups because they had a lot of injuries at the end of the season last year. So, But it was still a close game. And, again, 
the trend always says this is going to be a close game no matter who's out there. And look, and I'm telling you, you're probably right. The Ravens will probably play it close in case Steelers get out to a big lead and they get a backdoor cover at the end of the game. Logistically, it makes sense. But I just don't see with the talent pool that they're putting out there today how they could actually compete in this game. David, the let me ask you, like a game like this, you know, compare it to the Denver-New Orleans game, I don't know how often you, you stick your toe in the water in-game or halftime. But literally, in John, you, we always talk about, you know, the eyeball test for me. You could have watched the first five minutes of that Denver-New Orleans game. And I remember I was talking to somebody on the phone. I said, they, they might as well make the, in, the in-game line right now, New Orleans minus 24 and a half. I mean, you, well, yeah, you, you could just see you, there was they had nothing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you could see that, that their game plan was definitely shaky. And and there was an over adjustment, so basically, so I, I can't remember the exact numbers, but a three and out there, uh, seventeen should go to, I don't know, nineteen and a half. It went to like twenty two. So right. then, so so because because that was the unknown, the unknown element was was how's this guy going to do? And and they quickly realized okay, because <laughs> usually on the first series you can you can learn a lot when there's a random. Um, something you're not sure of and we definitely learned a lot so it was factored in if that's your question it was it was more than factored in how, how bad they looked well i guess when like when there's but, a game with all these question marks i mean because yeah, you're not today, you're not I mean, well you're is, not you're not betting insignificant money is the is the point are yeah are, 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 are you more are you more prone to say there's there's a lot of questions here and yeah there's value in numbers and this is and this is a standard or this is a, what i'd normally do here but with games like this in this goofball year, are you more prone to say, "Let me let me watch a little of it," or, yeah. or get a gauge you, on? Yeah, it? you know how I say watching games. Uh, yeah, is, it's is not a weakness. sign of weakness this year, buddy. No, let me tell you. No, but but in but in situations like this, right? You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. In situations like this, where the whole world's thinking in their head. Wow, I mean, this this could be epic bad where they never, where they just have a goose egg. Then you do want to watch it because if you don't watch it and and it's and, and like you're just going off the numbers, yeah, you would have fist pumped when you saw 17 go to 21 and a half off of a punt. But but after seeing that, okay, all they're going to do is try to run it up the middle or whatever they did. I can't remember exactly. They couldn't do anything. <laughs> uh, like, like today, I definitely want to see the first series of of the Ravens. And then you can kind of go, okay, let's. This is going to be, uh, and you know that wasn't too bad or that was horrific. And then you can kind of look at how they adjust to what the ten and a half was pregame, and you can kind of get a good feel for it. But if it was, if it was, uh, uh, I'm making up uh, Wilson and Rogers, one bad series, you know, okay, that's mm. that's not like them. So so you don't really worry about it. So yeah, you're right. Sometimes there is times. That you want to watch it like, in, in like these with, random spots, but with the questions in this game, John, I, like you know, we know Baltimore, Pittsburgh, whatever. We know what that game's normally going to be like. There is a very big part of me saying Pittsburgh takes these guys absolutely to the woodshed, and and it wouldn't matter because Baltimore's on the outside looking in today, and I ain't the least bit worried about Baltimore being a wild card making the playoffs because you look at their remaining schedule and all these things that have gone against them. And part of me just says, 
Pittsburgh goes, we got bigger fish to fry here down the road, and we got a compact schedule. I, you know, maybe the way to play Pittsburgh's in the first half, but I, there's something tells me Pittsburgh comes out and tries to just jump all over these guys because they've well, got still these. It's a rivalry. It's also one of the biggest rivalries in football, so it's not and, like they're not going to try to jam it down their the, throat. The Ravens, I believe, are like six and four, so they believe that they can still have a good season. That's key when you're when you're taking oh, yeah. this many points. With well, a they can lose by forty today, and they're making the playoffs. Right, so they they're still, but I but I just kind of feel I kind of feel this is a good spot. My instincts tell me that. I'm, that's why, Mike. I mean, give us the official play. You're, I trust your judgment with your team. Is this is this a spot where we take the points? I mean, you're the one that should give the picks to this. Or 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 with everything we just or, did, Mike. <clears throat> let me say or or <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Just wa- have a beer and watch the game. You know. Well, I'm, oh, I, I almost that. I didn't I almost didn't want to let people know because I have a lot of friends that listen to the show, and they don't want to hear this. But the only thing, and I, I deal with a bunch of syndicate groups for not for straight bets for guys that do teasers. I did a two team teaser: the Steelers and the under. So yep. scold me, throw hot water. Look, man, at at some point I got to follow. Oh, come on, man. What are you apologizing for? What are you apologizing for? You don't play for them. You want to make make money. What are you apologizing for? (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to give you guys. I'm going to tell you. So this is is what I'm going to say. The teaser, please. The Ravens. Here, listen. Is this drum drum roll worthy? Well, no. You're you're from from, good. You're, you're familiar with this, Brian. This is because it's a rivalry, uh-huh. and you have that like you have that extra thing going that you know other teams don't have. Is if the Ravens cover, here's the deal: the Ravens cover, they win. They don't cover. They don't. They get. They don't. If you look at the record in the NFL, that's the square too. Steelers, <laughs> uh, it's square, but it's a fact. The Steelers no, are eight not. and two. Listen, they're Back eight and coming. two. They're ten and zero, and they're eight and two against the spread. Here's the deal: the Steelers win. They're not winning by four. They're not winning by five. They're blowing the doors off this team, and it's and this is exactly now. I'm not. I always get flack from Dave. I don't know what game he was on, what side he was on. I don't. It's not the purpose of this example when he says you always bring up these games. I said to you know, everyone in my I, office, you know, upon further no, no, review, let's do this. come wait, on, what game? Wait, wait a minute. Upon further review, the phones I, are blowing up, guys. We, we, the text messages I, are coming in. I, this is insanity. All right, right now, my phone is blowing all up. All right. Well, Listen, but, but, here's what I said wait, John, on the weekend. John, wait a minute. One second. Go ahead. I just just in the middle of what you just said because I want I want you to finish your thought. But upon further review, you're right. I really am much nicer to you than David is. Oh, a hundred percent. But, oh, here, but here's the guys are saying. But but here's if the Ravens cover their winning. This, this is what I this, this is what I said on Sunday night. I said this is a joke. Oh. Aaron Rodgers. They uh, there is no either the Bears went that like this is a joke. Like there is no way the Bears cover and lose the game. The only way the Bears cover. Is they win outright? Otherwise, Green Bay blows their doors off. Same spot here. 
Pittsburgh. This is not coming down, and we're going to get to Monday Night Football. We're going to get to Monday Night Football in a second on my YouTube channel. I did a video. I immediately got like 200 views in like eight seconds because people were so beat up on what side they were on. But I'm telling you, this is what I look. I know a little bit. I'm not a wise guy like Dave over there, but I will say to this, like I, I looked at the Bears game. I'm going, the whole world's betting the Bears. What gives? They're betting it because it's a spot and it's a fundamental. They're, but they're, but that's not a reason to always bet the game, and it wasn't in that game. And you knew that Green Bay wasn't going to probably win the game by three. They were going to roll. Now, take Monday night for an example. Let's, let's switch gears for a second because we could talk about these spots all day long. Why would – they go for two points on it Monday was, night football. Yeah. Ryan, well, go ahead, I'm Brian. sure you discussed Brian, that on the radio you, you for days. Peterson. No, this is Brian. Well, I, don't, I have no why, idea. Brian, why, why? why is Peterson in control of anything in that game? They were down 11. It was fourth and four. Nine minutes to go. Fourth and four from the 20. They're down 11. And you kick, know, the, they, you kick the field goal, make it an eight-point game, and this box of rocks goes for it and doesn't get it and blows the game, and then at the end he gets the lucky Hail Mary or whatever, and the num- there were no numbers. There was nothing that dictated to go for two there. The game was over. He just went for two for the hell of it, but, of course, the spread was online. Don't think these guys don't know what the number is. But but can I can I ask, Brian, can I ask you a question? Do you think his mentality right there, w- let's cover the spread at least, like what was yes. he thinking to do that? No, that was there, was, there, was, there was no reason to go for it. There was no, I mean, mathematically. Was, was he asked about it later? Like, no. why did you do that? I mean, somebody should have asked. No. No, I didn't. Uh, I don't, to it, me, it's just unbelievable. No. <laughs> it, no, it was it was insane. I mean, you know, I mean, that that if you had Seattle, oh, wait, I had Seattle. That was, that was you know. That was I, so brutal. I don't, you know what, I don't whine about him anymore. I, I, I literally say, I do remember I've had several lucky, 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 lucky wins uh-huh. in the past year well, and i'm like you know what it was brutal it was grisly well, i but i i i i, I how about the bills arizona game i mean i won the bet but i actually wish i had lost i wanted the bills to win the game but the hail mary got me the over how lucky was that right so you know whatever my just, whole thing I is this whole very guys it, would know why he why he did that. He doesn't know what he's doing, Dave. No, 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 no. I said it on my YouTube channel. 27 states now have legal wagering. It's part of the mainstream discussion. It's not tongue-in-cheek like Al Michaels used to do at every game. They put the line up and in the in-game live odds. You don't think for a second. All right. Philadelphia did not know that their fans bet Philly plus the half. They knew they had six and a half. Hey, why don't we, we – kicking one, what's the point of kicking it, one? It, I, when we know, say why go for two, what's the point of kicking one? Like looking at all this, if teams are allowed to go, well, we're going to cover the spread and Listen, not think about but, trying to win, we need to well, how, think well, about What that. was the point well, of kicking well, one? Well, well that, that that thing at the end, the game's over. He's probably just – I mean, honestly, maybe it's as innocent as he's just trying to get any positive play for Carson Wentz because their offense was so bad. But, yeah, that's but, what I would have said okay, if I got that's, a question. That's, that's the only – I mean, because the game was over. Okay, That's so exactly that, what I would have said. That's the, the, that's the only logical, from... rational – but, I mean, telling yeah. you, when you, if you didn't watch, like the stuff that happens in these games, and you know, I, you know me, every week we talk about this stuff. If you didn't watch the Bills-Chargers game and you just saw the box score, you oh, the Bills covered. 
if you'd have seen the gong show at the end of that game, it was absolutely insanity. For the second game in a row, the Bills give up a Hail Mary. The game, the line was five and a half. The Chargers are down 10. They throw a Hail Mary with 20 seconds to go to the three. And uh, Herbert throws three incomplete passes. So the spreads, you know, like you're sitting there going, how did this just happen? If, if you got the Bills, you're going to get whipsawed. So now it's fourth down at the three-yard line, two-and-a-half-yard line, with six seconds to go. It's a 10-point game. And we're talking about the spread. The coaches are idiots. They, have, they don't even you, – you, you want to be in the best position to win a game. So with six seconds left, as big a miracle as it could be, but you just completed a Hail Mary. He goes for it when it was not. Yeah, if you no, th- that doesn't make any but sense if you, at all. So right. if you think of the situation, you're down 10. You need two scores, and you got to get an onside kick. You kick the field goal, and then the Bills yeah, exactly. the, the bills cover the spread, so that, that would never would have come into play, right? But the thing is, if you're well, thinking, wait a minute, if you're thinking, okay, how can I win this game? He has to kick the field goal because if you kick the onside yeah. kick with six seconds left, get it back with three seconds left, then you're it's asking doable. the kicker to kick a 75-yard field goal. But my, if you wait, 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 let me finish. Let me finish. But, but if if <laughs> if you if you kick the field goal, Herbert can throw the ball 70 yards and give you a chance. The kicker can't kick it 70 yards so the play was to kick the field goal it was the only way you could have won the game i mean these coaches just don't have a clue what they're doing so you're saying well, Brian, you're i mean I, for the spread not the not the win which is really sad i mean because that doesn't make sense either they should ask these coaches what are you doing i mean somebody should well it's for, i don't know it just doesn't, the, doesn't make any for the sense eagles game for the eagles game there had literally no there was no reasoning for him to go for two except because he goes for two all the time, even midway through the game, so he's prone to do that. But there's still simply no reason for him to go for two there. In the Bills game, Brian, I would have to say, in that situation, when you're that close to the end zone, you take a shot knowing that you don't have to throw a Hail Mary. You have a, a really legitimate shot of getting in the end zone. Now, granted, if but it was not, on the no, one no, line, but it was, Mike, on, yeah, yeah, but on, not four shots. Mike, with 20. A lot of teams wait, go there. No, 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 no. Wait, wait a second. Like Peterson, wait a second. Not fourth. With, 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 no, wait a minute. With 20 seconds left or 25 seconds yes, left, I wouldn't argue with you. But with six seconds left, even if you recover the onside kick, it's a physical impossibility for the kicker to kick a field goal to tie the game. So either way, their only hope was to throw a 70-yard Hail Mary, which the guys got the arm strength to do. So the play Can we was. Just all acknowledge. No, you they take you, what the point spread was. No, not in that. They're just idiots. They, no, they can't manage their way out of a paper bag. Mike, what did you say, David? Mike, question, Mike. You actually think yeah, on fourth down there, you should go for it. Maybe on first and second, not fourth. If with if was there was thirty plays, seconds right? left, I, 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 I take I take it back. Six seconds, yes. You I, I agree with you, Mike. With thirty seconds, but not yeah. with six. Yeah, because you would, literally you would only you have one fourth. play. Yeah, yeah. First and second, you definitely go for it. We agree. We're just saying on fourth down with six seconds left, one hundred percent. You you kick the field goal there. 
Yeah. No, but, right. but I, my point is we, you guys and you know, would analyze this and analytics that and numbers and uh, go ahead and say the V word, John, whatever. All these things, uh, the eyeball tech, all these things, we, so we're betting on this stuff. And these guys don't even know what they're supposed to do to win the game on a weekly basis, pissing timeouts away, all the, all the nonsensical things these guys do. We're betting on this stuff, and we know what they should do better than they do. They panic in these situations. Maybe they don't care about the spread. They're just stealing Hire us, NFL. Hire us. <laughs> <laughs> so what about yeah, I mean, now, that we're, I, now that we're done on this, what about college basketball? What do you guys think of the product that we've been seeing the last couple of days? Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. I would have to good say game so. last night, the Kentucky-Kansas. I, was, I watched that. Did you happen to see right, yeah, right out of the gate, John, the old when – Thing came I'm into three play. and zero. I'm, th- I'm Wait, three and zero. UNLV against Towson. UNLV is playing Alabama. Boy, college basketball is a bleeding ulcer. UNLV is playing uh, Alabama. Alabama is an eleven and a half point favorite, and it's like tied at the half. So you know, Bama was kind of a gift in the second half. But the line was eleven and a half. Going up to the game, it goes up and closes twelve. And in the last twenty seconds, UNLV is down thirteen. Then they come down, hit a three. They're down ten. Uh, foul. The guy makes two foul shots. It's sitting on twelve. UNLV shoots and misses, and with four seconds to go, they foul the kid. It's sitting on twelve. He's got two foul shots to cover the number. Clanks them both, and then the game falls twelve. So if you bet if you bet Alabama early in the day, you got the money. If you bet them later in the day, you got a push. Right, I love hearing stuff Same, like that. Uh, Hard work paid off for some guys. I love hearing that. No, it's a lot. I didn't a lot know of games down like came that. down to it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I was on Alabama. I was on Alabama actually, and I was sweating it out at the end of the game because they kept going back and forth. UNLV kept hitting the three. The other team comes down, only makes one free throw. They come down hit another three. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's that's college basketball for you. <laughs> but you know, it's it's the tail. And then you go back to you guys mentioned if you guys watched that Kansas Kentucky game. I mean, if you watch that first half and you analyzed it, you would think there's no way that Kansas has a shot in this game. No way. I mean, these guys, Kentucky was long. They were long. They literally, every time they came in to the paint, they were getting blocked and the, and the, the shots were getting. You know, I got a halftime play right now. That's all I got to say. I'm watching Indiana-Stanford it? game. It's already uh, in the second half. It's already Indiana, in the second. Yeah, Indiana plus two. I might lose it. Listen, I got a system for all you listeners. Yeah, nice. You want to find out about my, my halftime two. Listen, hey, let's. We don't. That that's just a coincidence that I'm just. Look, I'll probably hey, the other team just hit hey, a three. Hey, wait a minute. By the way, last week we were doing this. You did the same thing. Um, it was the Towson was playing right. And right, I'm three zero with them right now. Okay, because I mean, it was funny, David. You right, were with us. You finished. Well, you were you were with us last week. He, he we're doing the show, and he goes, "I got a plan." Uh, Towson in the second half, and whoever they were playing went like an eight zero run in the first twenty seconds of the second half, and it was very quiet on the phone out of nowhere. But you came back and won that one, huh? It's absolutely, and it's funny with basketball. You you know, you talk about people that are emotional. A guy in my office had a play on North Carolina the other day, and they were down thirteen nothing. I said, "Will you relax? It's basketball. Like enough." Like, and the next thing I checked the box where they just destroyed whoever they were playing. The guy was <laughs> whining. They were down thirteen nothing. It's like you know, 
I really believe, and this is obviously Dave's, uh, you know, Dave does the, Dave's the man, but I will tell you, my only edge in college basketball is second halves. My, I, I, I'm, I'm completely useless in, with my, I've not found anyone that's other than Dave and, you know, a few people, but when you're, if you're going to like edge bet, for me, the edge has always been second half playing kind of like some of the stuff I learned from our good friend Kenny on the pace system with the totals. Um, and so I'm picking and choosing my spots. I'm not even releasing most of these games to my clients yet because we're only three, four games into the season. I'm just watching. Uh, I know you've been doing some live betting, Dave, and you, we discussed uh, releasing that to the clients. But like you even said, it's too early. It's too early. we got to wait. And, you know, that's the thing with people. they got to understand they, they got to have patience because with 30 games a day and all these opportunities you know, are more opportunities to blow yourself up and lose money for you listeners. Unless you're somebody that's betting such a small percentage, going back to the money management, I think we can all agree, you know, this is the thing. Why I did my YouTube video on Monday night? People were literally tripping out at the end of the game on the Philly-Seattle game. Like if they had Seattle, you know, I'm, I was covering 90% of the time, blah, 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 blah. And I'm going, this is not about you losing. This is about money management. This is about you putting so much money on that game that you're freaking out when you lose the game. Who cares? It's one game. I, I, should, you know, like, I should do a video on those coin flip situations at the end and how they average out and it's selective memory. You only remember the ones that you got unlucky. Like Bryant said, he remembered the Hail Mary in the, in the Buffalo, Arizona. That was solid. Most guys won't remember when they get the win there, just the loss, right? No, there's no doubt. I mean, it, well, we yeah. all we all remember. I mean, you you could all of us can probably rattle off ten horrific beats, but the the miracle wins kind of fall through the cracks in the, well, the selective exactly. memory. The, the the hilariousness of social media is my Twitter explodes with all the braggarts that had Philadelphia. They're like, boom, told you it was easy. I'm like, are you serious? You had a 1% chance to cover at one point during the game, but I covered, who cares? Yeah, that's just how people right. are. Right, but so my yeah, point is to yourself. brag. Like, if you're, if you're if, like, to brag, like, wow, see, I told you guys it was never in doubt Philly was – like, to me, that's just so infantile. Like, you know, be – okay, you were on the – you you had the good beat instead of the bad beat. I was talking to a client in Vegas. I said, you know, again, if you're new to betting, like, you, we, we discussed this. If you spreadsheet those beats that you're on, you're, you're basically 50% at the end of the year, right? I mean, pretty much for every one you no, win. No, you rem- no, no, not at the end of the year, but over any significant sample size, yes. Not at the end right. of the year. Right. Because that but I mean, like, going to be at the end of the year. Yeah. Well, I but, have a little. Well, like I'm thousand, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I see some edges in college hoops that I'm not going to share on the air because they got to pay for them, but it, it is pretty. I'll talk to you off the air, Dave. It's pretty miraculous. Um, but, um, all I can say is oh, that good. also might be a function of no fans. I also think some of the, what I see is a function of no spend. I, I think the co- college sports, it's more of a issue. I don't really think that the, here's a funny thing, Brian, I went to get a coffee this morning. You know, I did my mobile order. I walked in and this lady was on her, on her cell phone talking. I'm assuming it was her significant other. And she was yelling at him. How dare they make a primetime Raven game at 3.30 in the afternoon when I got to be at work? Oh. And I'm thinking, like, they were people in Baltimore are not happy. Like, if I was, well, was going to ask you, is your, uh, is your 
is your son? Well, my son goes to school remotely. Is so he doing? He's, he's doing know, the virtual thing. Well, the, he's going to be doing the he's well, going to be doing the Raven game virtually. Uh, yeah. Well, I got I, I got news for you. All, all the high schools in Baltimore, they better just make it homeroom at uh, you know. The three. Well, no, he's done in time, right? Three forty your time. Yeah, Take yeah. A break. I dropped him off at eight o'clock this morning. He was completely covered in purple. He's not happy. He's he is a little bit of a. I, I, it's funny. He's a uh, he's a pragmatist. Like he already he's going for the L, and he's just it's a bonus if they win. But he's talking himself into that. Well, even when they lose, they still have a shot to be in the playoffs. Like he's not like so emotionally. He, like it's funny. It's like he already knows going into it. Yeah. You know, we're probably going to lose this game. It is what it is because of the COVID. But it is funny that hearing a lady on the street, like, be really irritated that she couldn't be home with her husband to watch the game. Because, you know, think about it. You, you, you Sunday is the day, right? Um, but my question to both of you is, why so early? Why 3.30? I know. I know the answer. To give them more rest as possible for the next game, if I had to think. But let, let, let's see what everybody's answers. You know, what do you What do you think? That's the reason? mine. Mine. Mine is so they can have as much rest as possible before the next game. Uh, I, I'm curious. You got me curious. I'm asking about, the question. I know the, are, are you, an answer. Are, do you Do you have a guide on your TV in your office, John? Oh, yeah, of course, but I'm watching this Indiana game. Don't make me turn it. No, I got. I'm sorry, Bill. <laughs> for this this one second, put the guide on. You have right. Indiana, Just put though, the guide the on and go go to NBC, whatever channel the game's going to be on. Your local NBC. Right, right. All right. right. Scroll across to tonight. And what I'm do you doing see? It. Hold on. Like oh, like eight o'clock eight o'clock Eastern. What do you see? Uh, I'm I'm my satellite's moving slow. Tell me, tell me, tell me. All right. We finally found something that can take on the NFL and win. Uh, it's at the 800-pound gorilla. Everybody jumps and leaps out of their way to get out Is of the way. American Idol? It's crazier than that. Oh, okay. They have a commitment to, I believe it's the tree lighting at Rockefeller Center. Ah, okay. And NBC had a commitment for the tree lighting tonight at Rockefeller Center. So the Steelers and Ravens are playing an afternoon game. Never that, saw that coming. Got it. Yeah. Well, you want to hear? I I gotta just I share the story with you on the air for all the listeners. Um, Brian, I kept Mr. Miller from getting on an airplane inadvertently. He was prepared to fly. He had tickets to the Monday Night Football game that we just talked about with the uh. two point conversion. <laughs> and I texted him. I go, oh, "That's well, right. You what are you going to do? Yeah. I go, "What are you going to do now that you're not going?" He goes, "I'm going." I said, "No, you're not." He goes, yeah, I am. I got the tickets. I said, yeah, you're going to get a refund. He didn't even know. He was literally ready to go to the airport. I had no clue. Can you believe that? You know what, though? I would have made sure the tickets were still pending before I got on the plane. But thank you, because maybe I would have just wasted (laughs) and went. Can you imagine landing in a city? I don't know if I owe you or not. And they go, no, no, you're not allowed in. (laughs) Well, I I actually actually had, uh, had two tickets. I mean, I was so thrilled. I, I took, I had the four-day weekend at Thanksgiving because at dawn, I'm not whining because this ain't work. This is fun. But I literally, I took one afternoon, one one radio show off to golf one afternoon. I didn't have, I haven't had any days off this entire year. I had two trips, my golf trip back to Buffalo, and then I was going back again in the fall, and I had the tickets purchased twice, and leading up to both trips, Cuomo put the 14-day quarantine thing on Nevada. 
So twice I had to cancel a trip at the last minute. So I know well, I feel well, your I'm, pain. I'm proud to announce that Mike uh, went to – where did you go? You went to Naples for the weekend for the Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. And he came back. Did you go to the dog track? Test. Yeah, right. What's that? Did you go to the dog track? No, did not. Came back. Naples, Florida, right by Fort Myers Beach. <laughs> He's like, what? oh yeah, yeah. Naples, there's a dog listen, track listen, there. What's wrong with only you? Only Brian. Only thing I looked around was I saw golf courses. That's what? It. One year only went down. Was- we used to go down every year, stay at Fort Myers Beach, and we'd always take the family and my buddy and I, and we'd take the family and we'd go to the dog track once during the vacation. So the first night it was like the first night we get in there and we go to the dog track at Naples with the family. And this is, this is a true story. I'll do it quick. So, uh, anyway, the next morning we get in the car and we're going golfing. So we come off Fort Myers Beach and we get to the intersection at Naples. Right is the golf course. Straight right on the corner is the dog track. Without saying a word, we looked at each other. He went straight through the light. We blew the round of golf off. We ran into the parking lot. We, uh, as we're running, walking in, they go, the dogs are loading in the box for the third race this afternoon, and there's a little old lady with blue hair at the turnstile giving her money to get in. We throw the $5 over her shoulder, jump through the turnstiles, run in. I said, I'm boxing 146. He said, I'll box one, th- or I said, I'll box 135. He says, I'll box our area code, uh, 716. And literally, they're going in the gate. I, the $6 bet, I make the bet. My buddy makes the bet. He gave the the teller a hundred bucks, so he's it's he's waiting to get his ninety four change. I turn around, come up, I look at the monitor. Big accident, first turn. It's one three five. Only three dogs are running. We got this. My buddy comes out from the window. He looks up. He realizes we got it. We got separated though. He's hitting a guy. He's hitting a guy. We got this. We got. He thought it was me. The guy almost murdered him. He thought he was, he thought he was hitting me. The trifecta paid. $3,900. We won thirty. Wow. We won $3,900. So the Naples dog track, Mike, the next time you go down there, go to the dog track at Naples, will you? Let's see if he can do the same damage he does at Preakness. I mean, at the Pimlico racetrack. <laughs> yeah, will but, you give him but, picks? He needs picks. Yeah, it, well, it's a funny story. I have a lot of clients that live in the United Kingdom, and, and they call because they're obsessed with the pro sports, obviously. And, you know, this one guy calls. He goes, yeah, I'm a greyhound handicapper. I'm like, what? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I have a system for greyhounds. I'm like, I'm busy enough with sports. You stick to your greyhounds. You know what? There's a... All those listeners, don't call me about greyhounds. Um, you know, they're 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 amazing they're not... about cricket. The, the crazy thing about the dogs, the guy was the world nine ball champion. His name is Danny DiLiberto, right? And, and he was one of the best poker, uh, uh, pool players in the world. And this guy actually made a living handicapping dogs. I mean, no, I believe you're, it. Handica- you're handicapping the accident in the first turn. Well, it, it goes if, back to – go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean, if, if there are people – I mean, you actually can't handicap well, the dogs. It's unbelievable. I mean, it's the same well, thing. Wait a minute. I, what, what I, exactly I spent a lot of time had? in Puerto Rico. They have the chicken fights. These people go mad. They have <laughs> oh, stadiums. Geez. Yeah, there oh, could be an edge there. I, <laughs> I mean, I these like guys are like there can't be an edge there. there. Yeah, that's yeah, – Oh, that's, my that's, God. <laughs> can, what, what's your basic strategy to do the dogs, Brian? I'm not handicapped. Okay. Basically, the dogs are creatures of habit. If you watch their running lines, it says the horse races, the dog races inside, mid track, or outside. Right? Okay. They they always run the same way. Uh The dog has the tendency to float out or stay on the rail. And so, what you're looking for is if you, like, say the seven, there's eight dogs in a race, the seven dog uh, runs on the rail, is an inside runner. 
the seven's going to come over and crash into the the I six see. horses yeah, right. to his inside and the eight horse that runs mid-tracker outside. He's going to be clear of the accident in the first turn, and he's gone. If you got you, you got the one dog, okay. but the two yeah. the two dog is, is a, a dog that runs mid-tracker outside and has some speed. When he gets to the first turn, he's going to float to the mid-tracker or the outside, and he's going to wipe out the field, and the one dog just runs around the track. That's Can you believe that wow. we're having this conversation? Yeah. Well, it, no, it just tells you. I get it. The logic makes sense. I just no, I'm, I'm telling you, I have something to, with logic. I'm saying. Well, you know what the value of that conversation, that exchange, is for the listeners out there <laughs> that don't like a particular sport. Well, no, <laughs> you, there, you can have an edge on anything. You you either can have an edge or not have an edge. I just want to. Um, somebody you commented on Twitter. Program Let too, me by ask the you. Way. I want to ask Dave and Brian what you think of this comment on Twitter. The Ravens are desperate for the playoffs with half of half of a team and both teams with half of a team and both teams have running backs out. This means more big play attempt turnovers. I personally like the over. What's your opinion? This is the guy I respect. I'm not going to say who it is and give him the uh, it credit here. It doesn't sound too bad. It sounds decent for, to me. I mean, I, that sounds, no, I like, sounds good. I, like, I do kind of like the over. It's such a low total i i think his logic was good uh, yeah no th- th- yeah there's a lot of good stuff there no i mean griffin can run around and make plays i'm sure he's rusty uh, but you know what i love about this game this is going to be the only time you'll ever hear mike go against the ravens <laughs> the ravens will win the game outright well <laughs> when you get when you get these lower 40s another fundamental is, is try to try to look to play the over just because it's super low. Well, the, a lot of people think that's square, but it's not. No, in the long run, it's, well, the it's funny a little thing, bit over fifty percent. Dave, there were two games last week. The the two games it was like, come on, man, where are the seriously, uh, where are the points coming from in the Bengals Giants game, and where are the points coming from in the Dolphins Jets game? And you get the low totals. They're like they're they're just not going to score. These they're playing the under here because they're they have good physical defenses, and you got a backup quarterback, but. I, I, this is one of these games, just like we said, everybody in the world's thinking under here, and you know what happens when everybody's thinking the same thing. I, I kind of yeah. like points in the game. Yeah, I know I like the points. The over sounded uh, – if I had to – well, I am going to look f- at the this first a little half, bit more. The first, half, the first half total is, uh, is, 20, is tw- two and a half? 21 minus 120. So what is well, it? then you would try to look for a flat. It's 21, 21 minus 120 spot. under 21 even. Right, so so now you shop and try to get the over twenty one flat, yeah, and the seven, the plus seven is the nuts if you can get that minus one ten. Right, it's not, you, and you can't, you can't. It's now six and a half everywhere. Well, they heard uh, you earlier in the show and they moved it. All right, well, listen. So tell the folks to call you. <laughs> tell the folks to call you now because you're going to be watching a football game shortly. I mean, you don't understand the excitement right. in this office. Do you Weird. understand, guys? For you guys listening, we've been doing this for decades. Mike is the happiest human being I've ever seen in my life, whether they win or lose. Just the fact he can watch a game in 40 minutes and it's the Ravens. So so not only, yeah, you call and you know, figure out what you're going to do and, and, and get your games. You'll get but, Mike but, in a but good but you'll, mood. But you'll have a conversation with, with a guy in a good mood who will usually bark at you and chirp at you. Although, no, I got a funny feeling. I got a funny feeling last week he was probably a real happy guy, too, because he shot 84. That's true. 
it's, it's went a little bit downhill since the, then. He's been a, bit I of, told a little you. quiet about the game. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we never heard about the golf game. Uh, but he's listening. Good, good. He'll blame it on the wind. He'll blame it on the wind. It's been very it's, windy. It's here. 23 degrees this morning, Brian, and I played. That was a terrible mistake. Yeah, that's dedication and stupidity all wrapped up into one. That's, that's, <laughs> it's stu-dedication. Stu, stu <laughs> Fellas, good stuff. The hour went fast. Have a good week. We'll do it again next week. All right. Check you it out, sportsinsiderradio.com. Uh, racing to another weekend of college football. The NFL College Hoops is back, so we do invite you to check out the website. Sports insiderradio.com STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and up to a 